0: What is going on Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the Bring the Juice Colts podcast. Cody Felger, Derek Larger joining you as always. Today we kind of wanted to talk a little bit about some of the Colts that we feel are going to be on the roster bubble. Next week we'll start talking a little more about training camp. We know that training camp's coming up here in just a few short weeks so uh, very exciting and you know we'll kind of talk a little bit about a few players who Obvious or may not be as obvious as names who, you know, are on the fringe of either making the roster or getting placed on the practice squad or not making the team at all. So Mm -hmm. we'll obviously get started with a few of those. Cody, I think you and I were pretty obvious on the biggest name here that we're keeping an eye on going into training camp as a roster bubble. Who is that
1: name? Mm. Yes. It's the biggest and most obvious one. We'll just get it right out of the way right away. Cause we've been talking about it all off season. Ben Banigou, big one there. I mean, it's big because of how high he was drafted a couple of years ago. That 2019 draft has a lot of question marks right now, especially in that second round. And Ben Banigou is probably the biggest question mark out of any of those guys. Um, The thing I'll say, the talent is not in question. We already know how talented of of a player Ben Banigou is. We saw glimpses of of it his rookie year. Um, We saw, obviously, in that game that sealed that that, that victory against the – I think it was the Broncos, if I'm not mistaken. In that game, he he sealed that game. So he's shown flashes – but last year was a lot of more of inconsistency in practice, it appeared. And so didn't get to even see the field. It was a healthy scratch. And we know we've seen that before in Taequann Lewis. And we saw, obviously, how he responded after being benched the next offseason. He really put his head down and was working. It appears on the surface that Ben Banagu is doing something similar, right? He seems like he's working. Seems like he's trying to get better in his craft. We just don't know. But, yeah, I'll, I'll say this again, Derek. We said it last offseason, probably around this time, about Taequann Lewis – he could very much find himself off this roster by the end of the preseason. He very well could if he does not step it up. And yep. I just think that's obviously a credit to Chris Ballard and company. And even more so, I think he could find himself potentially on the on the fringe, on the outside looking in because of how much the Colts have invested in defensive end this offseason. So Ben Banigou is definitely the biggest name here, the most – You know, if you look at all the players we're going to talk about, he's definitely the one that's the most well-known out of any of these guys. So it's kind of crazy to say a former second-round pick only a couple years in could potentially
0: be out on this roster. Yeah, we've seen that a few times with Chris Ballard, especially in the 2019 draft. You know, there's been a few of those that we've had some issues, but... You know, I mean Ben Banagu, That's that's a long defensive end group, honestly, that we have. I mean, you know, you drafted Quitty Pay and drafted Dio Dangbo for that exact reason, right? And then right. you re-signed Alquid Muhammad in the offseason. You're bringing back Kamoko Torre, and then Tyquan Lewis can play the defensive end position as well if you need him to. So you know, that's just five guys, and we can keep going with a few yeah. more of these guys who, and um, Rochelle was uh, obviously picked up in free agency. So we look for him to, you know, see if he can step up and be, uh, what yeah. Ben Banigou hasn't been so far. So, right. you know, there's six guys already that Ben Banigou is having a fight with right now. And if, if he doesn't come ready to do it, then there might be some issues going forward. But, you know, yeah. like you said, we're, we're hoping he does. We're hoping, you know, to see sort of what Taekwon Lewis did last year, you know, really put in the extra work and, you know, have a good training camp. And then, Ben Banigu is going to find himself on the roster.
1: Yep. But, and, and the interesting yeah. thing is, man, um, the difference I would say between those two guys is Taekwon Lewis is a lot more position flexible. Like he can play defensive tackle and defensive end, whereas Banigu strictly defensive end, right? And I think, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's going to hurt him, but there's a lot of guys on this roster I feel like that can do that. They can play in, they can play out. Banigu is not one of those guys. He's more of the outside type of guy. So it'll certainly be interesting. Can he find more position flexibility potentially? Maybe it's inside, maybe not. Maybe it's at Sam Linebacker. I know the Colts yeah. tried him early on and eventually just put him down a defensive end. So who knows, man? I mean, there's been crazier things that have happened, but it certainly will be interesting to see for sure what happens with Bam Banigou and, and how he kind of responds to that. It seems like from what we've heard in just different press conferences and stuff, he's done talking about 2020. He's ready to move on to 2021. And I like that mindset. I know it kind of rubs some people wrong, Some a little bit with his mindset there and maybe how he responded. I personally didn't really care that much, honestly. I was kind of like, all right, whatever. Uh, As long as he performs on the field, I don't really care how he responds in the media. So it'll be certainly a very interesting name to watch here in training camp preseason. I mean, preseason is going to be so interesting to watch this defensive end group. That's for sure.
0: Yeah. And, you know, you mentioned position flexibility to end it on this note. Position flexibility, I mean, Dio Adangbo has the potential to do both, you know, for as big as he is and for as long as he is. You know, I mean, he's been able to do both in college. And there's no question he potentially has the ability to do that same thing here in the NFL. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, we'll have to see how that flexibility works for Ben Banigu going forward. But all right, let's move to a a not so well known name was more of an a backup offensive lineman for the Indianapolis Colts and that was Joey Hunt had to play a couple times last year with a couple of the injuries that we were sustaining couple guys moving in different spots and Hunt came in in a few different times to you know help with that sort of thing i think you and i both kind of want Joey Hunt to remain on this roster because, you know, we've said that we really enjoy, you know, the times that he does come in. He's a pretty serviceable offensive lineman. But, you know, for as much as Ballard has attacked this offensive line group this offseason with adding that depth, you know, Joey Hunt could be one of those uh links that just gets thrown out at the and after training camp's over.
1: Mm -hmm. it's interesting it's a very similar situation actually to defensive end you just added so much more talent on the offensive line I mean you you talked about it I mean you have Danny Penter who who played center last year you know Joey Hunt um had some Uh, availability at center and then you bring in Chris Reed who's more strictly a guard so you're kind of like okay what does that mean for Joey Hunt there and then you bring in Sam Tevy. so it's like how many offensive line are the Colts going to keep I mean that's eight right there not even including Joey Hunt so are they going to keep nine what's going to happen there it'll be very interesting I think As good as he was, and I liked what I saw from him last year. I thought he filled in pretty well when kind of needed to be a guard and a pinch there, and obviously when Nelson shifted out the tackle for a little bit of time. But uh, I think he's a good player. I just don't know, man, with how much the Colts have attacked really this offseason, this offensive line. I don't know if there's a spot for him. It's unfortunate, but that's credit to Ballard and how much he's added to this offensive
0: line group. That's for sure. All right, well, let's move to our third guy here, and then we'll get to a couple of honorable mentions here, a position battle there that we'll talk about. Why don't you go ahead, Cody, tell us the third player here that we had that's on the roster bubble.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think this one is also just because the room is so crowded, and that's Jordan Wilkins. Now, if the Colts very much could keep four running backs. I'm not saying they won't but I could see for sure uh, Jordan Wilkins potentially being a surprise cut for a lot of guys, um, especially because, you know, the Colts brought in, um, I'm trying to remember his name right off the bat. They brought in a, a undrafted free agent, Deion Jackson, I think. Deion his Jackson, name. yeah. Uh, a lot of people seem to like him. So, I mean, as good as Jordan Wilkins has been, if Deion Jackson having a really good camp, that could be a very surprising cut for the Colts at the end of the preseason. I mean, you never know in this situation. And also we feel like, Maybe Jordan Wilkins, uh, he deserves a shot somewhere else. So maybe yeah. the Colts see that. They like what they see in Jackson. They want to give him an opportunity to go somewhere else. So I could very much see that being a thing.
0: Yeah, totally. Like you said, Dion with his unique uh a unique physical set and what he provided when he was at Duke. I mean, was a guy that you know really put in uh the tenure for you know for Duke when he played, and you know, allowing Dion you know, to be able to go and be flexible at other positions. Jordan Wilkins is a good running back, but I think Dion also is able to play special teams. He was able to do that mm-hmm. a lot at Duke. So, you know, you're freeing up another spot. I mean, like you said, for the wide receivers last year, when you were making the case for Ashton Doolin making the wide receiver group, because he was able to play special teams, this could be another one of those, you know, where Deion Jackson yeah. might actually show he's He's a bigger playmaker at that moment in time. Now, I mean, obviously Jordan Wilkins, you and I have said it multiple times that, you know, Jordan Wilkins wanted to go to another team right now that he probably wouldn't stay on a lot of free, the free agent market for very long. Uh, Somebody would definitely come and pick him up because he's a very serviceable running back, a very good running back. But again, the position flexibility, Deion Jackson could provide you that he might be able to provide you uh more uh, in the passing game as well than what Jordan Wilkins would be able to. I agree with you that I think the Colts are probably going to keep four running backs because they like the room that they have. I don't think they're going to uh, sell themselves short on that, but they might just for the simple fact that, you know, you know, you have a guy, if Dion Jackson shows up in training camp, then, you know, you could feel confident in saying, we'll go in with three. And then if something happens to one of them, Dion comes in, and becomes that serviceable running back. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so let's get to some honorable mentions here. This is how we'll wrap up this video. And our honorable mention here is between two players at the same position, and that's going to be Antoine Woods and Taylor Stallworth. Taylor Stallworth on the team last year, you know, didn't really uh, do much in the pass rushing department, but again was another great one-stopping defensive tackle in the middle of the field for the Colts, had a lot of good plays last year. And, you know, Antoine Woods, kind of the same thing, even though I think Antoine has a little bit more up his sleeve when it comes to the pass rushing department and getting more pressures on the quarterback up front. So what do you think about this matchup here, Cody, when we're talking about Stallworth and Woods here?
1: It's going to be an interesting matchup for sure, and not a matchup a whole lot of people will think to talk about or really look for. But it's it's important, especially when you're looking for that depth on the defensive line. As good as Taylor Stallworth was last year, and we we both like Taylor Stallworth and what he provided. Um, Antoine Woods was signed for a reason. I mean, there's more competition at that spot, more competition behind Grover Stewart. And if Antoine Woods can can you know do the same thing that he does um, in terms of run stopping, it can offer a little bit more in the pass rush department. I mean, I think that could potentially put him over the edge, but I don't want to, you know, just say completely, "Oh, Taylor Stallworth, you're done," because he's a good player too. Uh, It's going to be an interesting battle for sure. And the crazy thing is, uh, you would like to keep both these guys, but I don't think it's a reality at this point. So for that reason, I think you got to cut one of them. Um, Who knows what is going to happen? Right. Right now. I have to pick one right now. Probably Woods, just because he offers a little bit more in the pass rush department, like you said. But it very much could change. He could have an awful training camp, and Taylor Stallworth could be just lighting it up in training camp. You just don't know at this point.
0: But that's just
1: my initial thought right away.
0: I'm, I'm keeping. I'm keeping Stallworth. I, okay. I'm taking the chance on the guy, you know, improving on his pass rushing ability. But I know what I saw from him in the run blocking and the run block, uh, stopping department last year and I really liked what I saw I could see him coming in and without a doubt you know proving all the people wrong and you know he showed last year you know with a limited training camp and everything that you know he could come into this system and really take the place of a a DeForest Buckner for a few snaps and showed you he can stop the run just as much as everybody else so I'm I'm putting my I'm putting my stock in on Taylor Stallworth. That's just me though. All right.
1: I mean, I don't have any dog in this fight, so I I, I don't really want to argue in this. I I just think it's gonna be an interesting battle to watch, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah, definitely.
0: All right. Well, that's gonna do it for this one, guys. Let us know in the comments what you guys think. Who is some of the roster bubbles that you guys feel could be uh out there? I swear if anyone says Paris Campbell, I swear <laughs> I'm gonna <deleting> leave <laughs> comment right there and there. Oh. Okay, so Uh, But awesome, guys. Thank you so much for the support. Thank you very much. And as always, go Colts.